You're listening to Soap Dirt, the latest in television entertainment news. Hey, B&B fans, Belinda from Soap Dirt here. And I just have to say that it feels like every time that we've got scenes with RJ Forrester, Zende Forrester, and or Luna Nazawa, in any combination, the dialogue and storyline absolutely make my skin crawl. And I know I'm not the only one feeling this way. I see it all over soap social media. This isn't about them having so much episode time. It is about the ickiness of this plot. There are so many things I can't stand about this storyline, but I have narrowed it down to a list of the five grossest things about the RJ, Luna, and Zenday stuff. But first, please click subscribe if you haven't already. And now let's jump head first into this icky mess. So all five of these are just terribly icky, but I'm going to work my way from least to most icky. Bearing in mind, these are all of the grossest things that have been crossing my mind for at least a week when this all happened. So number five, Poppy defending her off-label drug usage as some sort of legitimate anti-anxiety treatment when it's clear those are serious drugs really bothered me. She basically chastised Luna for taking several of her mints, and I'm doing mints in quotes, while sipping champagne. But I mean, really, Poppy has been presenting these to Luna as actual mints and not real drugs, which they clearly are. It's terrible, terrible parenting. And then Poppy tried to assault Zende, who, by the way, did not drug her daughter. So, you know, Poppy felt so comfortable popping out her little tin of mints in front of Bill and saying, oh, these just relax me. Well, okay. I mean, that could be some kind of melatonin mint. It could be any number of things, you know, chamomile, lavender. There are plenty of herbal things that relax you. And I'm confident since she was using them in public in front of Bill that Poppy has done this plenty of times in front of her daughter, Luna. Luna even said, you're mints because when your mom says, these are my mints, you know, I mean, I think that's maybe right up there with Michael Jackson and calling wine Jesus juice. You you have to tell people the truth, you know, or they might sip it or take one of those mints. So just the whole the whole thing with Poppy trying to rationalize her bad parenting and trying to keep calling them mints even after they roofied her daughter really, really bothered me. All right. My number four thing, RJ and his blathering to everyone about how he took Luna's V card. RJ told his mother he took her virginity. He told his brother and his sister that he took her virginity. Basically, anybody who will listen to him, he will tell them that. I would not be surprised at this point if Charlie, the security guard, knows, if the receptionist knows, if five of the models know, if the guy at the convenience store where he bought his muscle milk this morning know. I mean, that is Luna's private information. And to me, it's so gross and so icky that he is sharing it and repeating it over and over. I mean, it's bad enough 
that RJ is telling everybody that they banged. That also he should not be doing. You don't kiss and tell like that. That is not how you treat a woman that you say you love and respect. But definitely the whole thing about her being a virgin, while that's very sweet that she was saving herself for the right guy, that's wonderful. Not his story to tell, not his information to give away. And the very fact that he is comfortable telling everybody all their deeds, to me, that's a deal breaker. You know, I mean, I don't think she should take up with Zende either, but I think that should be a deal breaker. I mean, especially if people stop walk, start walking up to her and say, oh, by the way, heard you lost your virginity with my son. You know, how awkward of a conversation is that? Awful, awful. All right. The third, third grossest thing on this list to me, Zende asking Luna to be his girlfriend after this weird sort of sexual assault, non-assault, non-consensual, messy, icky thing. I mean... Technically, it, it's hard to say if it was sexual assault or not. It just depends on how you look at it, what lens you're looking at it through, because Zende didn't know she couldn't consent, but still, it seems like he should have noticed something was off and you know, maybe said, are you okay? Did you have too much to drink? I mean, he should have checked in with her. Even if she didn't say like, I'm so drunk, you know, in this day and age, you are supposed to get verbal consent from a woman. You know, she all she said was, I've been waiting for you. You know, so I don't know if we're going to get more flashback scenes giving us more information. Honestly, I don't want them because I'm so icked out by this whole thing. But for Zende to come to her and say, be with me instead of RJ and to try and use this weird, weird, weird incident and turn their non-relationship into some sort of happily ever after for the two of them is very weird. I didn't like that at all. I I don't know if he was trying to make it better by like saying, oh, maybe it's not so skeevy if we wind up date. I don't know. It just, that was a real problem for me. So one of the, the second ickiest thing in all of this for me is RJ thinking it's funny when he walked in on his brother and sister making out and about to get busy and then started laughing about how he and Luna get busted making out in the same spot. I mean, just at a baseline, the fact that RJ's brother is hooking up with RJ's sister is weird. That's very typical for Bald and the Beautiful. We know they do gross things, you know, and technically they aren't blood related, but still, I don't like to be reminded of it. And RJ being in the room with both of them at the same time, definitely Definitely reminds me that his brother and his sister are hooking up. And then it's like, oh, ha ha, my siblings are hooking up, caught you guys, and then kind of laughed. And then yeah, me and my girlfriend hook up right there. You know, we've probably all had sex on the same desk right here. You know, maybe we should, I don't know, get some hand sanitizer and clean it. Just the whole thing. It just grows. Oh, it's so gross. It's so gross. And at the same token, you know, Brooke could walk in and say, Oh, hey, Hope, you had sex on that desk. RJ, you did too. So did me and Ridge. What are the odds? Apparently, the odds are pretty high. And it is absolutely gross. All right. But by far, the top thing, the grossest thing about this RJ Luna Zende thing that they have written is Bold seems to be making RJ the victim. In all of this, everybody seems to be concerned about how he'll react. How about the actual victim here, which is Luna? 
I mean, she had no idea she was drugged. She did accidentally roofie herself. So that's not her fault. You know, it's definitely Poppy's fault for lying to her daughter and taking illegal drugs in front of her so that Luna had no idea what was in that little tin of magic mints was a bad thing. So I absolutely do blame her mother. And I do think it is Zende's fault to some extent. Maybe he should have thought twice, like, why is my cousin's girlfriend in my bed? I've been flirting with her. She's been repeatedly rejecting me. And then she's naked in my bed. Huh? Maybe, maybe that's a problem. Maybe he thinks I shouldn't cheat with my cousin's girlfriend. Any of those should have given him pause for just a minute. And if she was being all giggly and loopy, like she was in the house, Zende probably should have stopped and said, how much did you have to drink, you know, something like that. And I would have hoped that he would have paused to say, do you really want to do this? And if she thought he was RJ and just said, yeah, I want to do this without saying RJ or Zende, you know, if he did get some sort of tacit consent, you know, but the bottom line, I mean, the whole thing is dodgy about the consent, but the bottom line to Luna, she did not consent to sleeping with Zende. So in terms of her mental state, I definitely think in her head, you know, that was assault. If you wake up next to a guy and you do not remember consenting, that's never a good thing. I think inside she probably feels like it was an assault, but also that she really has no one to blame for it aside from her mother. A story like this should be about the victim, about Luna and her trajectory, her mental state, what she's going with. But that's not what we're seeing on Bold. Not really. What we're seeing is, you know, Poppy is trying to protect RJ from hearing about this because she doesn't want her daughter to lose her rich boyfriend. Zende doesn't want her to tell him. And I think that's because he knows he is going to be in trouble at work if this all comes out. You know, he's saying it's about RJ and Luna's relationship. I think he knows it's about more than that. But I just, you know, I'm not seeing the concern for Luna. I'm seeing Poppy making excuses for her behavior, Zende rationalizing and making excuses for her, his behavior, which I mean, you would do. But you know, to me, this is all trauma for Luna, even if there's no one, you know, that she wants to go to the police to press charges against because it's so messy. And that's what makes this whole thing so gross to me. Not only is Luna not getting the help or sympathy that she needs, but it isn't even really about her. And I don't see an opportunity for her to get any sort of closure or recourse or anything anything to me. This is an absolutely horrible storyline. And it's not the first time that Brad Bell has written a slimy sexual assault like this. He did it twice with Ridge, once with Brooke and once with the elder Caroline Spencer and with Thomas and the younger Caroline back when Pearson Foday was in the role. I don't know exactly why the bold writers have some sort of fetish for treating women this way, but it is disgusting. And this Zende Luna RJ thing is just gross, not only for these five reasons, for many other reasons. Drop your comments below what you think about this sordid storyline. Be sure and click subscribe if you haven't already and definitely come back soon. This is Belinda from Soap Dirt and I'm here talking bold seven days a week. Thank you for being a loyal listener. Follow us wherever you get your podcast because you don't want to miss the next episode. Soap Dirt is on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more.